Welcome to The Balance. I am your host, Kelly Rowland, and this is the podcast where we talk about all the things. For those in life who want it all, this podcast is for you. Hey, podcast family. I am so pumped about today's Mother's Day special podcast, but before we jump in, I want to read this week's review of the week. It comes from Jordan Garrison, titled Monday. I absolutely love these podcasts. Thank you for taking the time to make these and make women feel amazing about themselves and know that they are not alone. Well, thank you, Jordan, for sharing that amazing review. And that is exactly what I want this podcast to do. And especially today's episode, I want all mothers to know that they are not alone in their struggles for when they feel unglued and overwhelmed. I really loved love getting reviews and if you guys would just do that and take the time to leave one it would mean so so much to me the more reviews that are left of course like you know the more people that can find the podcast so I would love to hit a hundred reviews by like the end of the year or even November so I think I'm at like 43 I know you don't really get a whole lot out from leaving a review for yourself, but I do take a lot of time to do these podcasts and to do all the work, to reach out to people to interview and to do all of that fun stuff. So like I said, just leaving a review would be kind of like a little gift to me if anyone would do that. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode all about the mamas out there. Hello, everyone, and happy late Mother's Day, and welcome to another episode of The Balance Podcast. Today, I thought it would be so much fun and really special if I made today's podcast all about mamas and just all about mothers and everything that entails in honor of Mother's Day. So, I am recording this live in my Facebook group, by the but by the time it's live and in the world, Mother's Day will be passed. So I hope all of you had a really, really wonderful Mother's Day. So all of us who are mothers, parents, whatever, we all feel blessed, right? Like we are all so freaking grateful for our children. And being a mom is bar none, the most amazing, gratifying, life-changing, mind-blowing feeling in the entire world. And while that is the case, absolutely, it is also by far the hardest job in the world. And I've always been very candid about saying that and very open about saying, you know what, being a mom is the greatest gift in all of the world, but at the same time, it is the hardest job I have ever freaking had. Because being a mom is like, I saw a meme or something once, it was like, um, you know, being a mom is you're either on this high, 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 like the best feeling ever, or you're like, oh my goodness, can someone just like give me a break because I'm about to lose my mind. And that is what I want to talk about today. I want this episode more than anything to be about creating 
a community like I've always wanted to with realness, with transparency, with honesty. And I know yesterday Facebook was flooded. Um, I did the same thing about how great it is to be a mom and all these beautiful images, like perfect images of motherhood and what it means and how blessed we are. So today I wanted to just, you know, go on the other side and say, being a mom is hard. And there are times when as a mother, as a parent, that we feel extremely overwhelmed and unglued. And I am a big person on saying that how you choose to react is always a choice, right? And, you know, we're not, our emotions are not dictated. We get to choose how to feel based on, based on our feelings and what to, how to act. That being said, even the most mastered person of all their emotions has times where they fall into this place of overwhelm and they fall into this place of being unglued. And I realized that there are different stages and there are different, there are different layers and people's kids are different. You know, my kids always say are much different than my nephew. Um, I had him over once for a sleepover and I told my sister if I had had triplets and he was the third, it wouldn't have been any different than having two because just of his nature and who he is. And so I want to just dive in today. I want to do some storytelling about my life and share. I've been wanting to share this story because it is probably my, I might share two stories. One of my top two hardest days as a mom, because we all have days, right? Where everything's beautiful. Everything's wonderful. Scott, we're like on top of the world. We're like, mm -mm, I'm the best mom ever. Like my kids are the best ever. And then there are the days where it's like, oh my goodness, my children are acting atrocious. I'm a terrible mother. I'm a terrible human being. What am I doing? What is wrong with me? I can't believe God even let me be a mom because I'm just that horrible. And I know that may sound dramatic, but at the same time, I truly know that this is the, the mantra and this is the place where many of us go. And I just want this episode seriously to be, I want to give some tips and tools and ways that I've got through things and ways I work through things. But really more than anything, I want this episode to resonate with someone to say, you are not alone. I see you. I feel you. I get you. I understand how it feels. And while so often all we see, especially on social media, and is like the beautiful things and the perfect things and the everything's grand and everything's grandiose and I don't have a care in the world kind of thing. Even though we all know that that is not true. That is not the case. That being a mom is hard and we all walk through things and we it's stressful at times and it is overwhelming at times. Coming to you from a mom of identical twin boys, uh, you know, it has definitely been really hard at times. So I want to walk you through one of my stories about being unglued. And ironically, my, my stepmom had gotten me a book called Unglued because she loves Lisa Tearkirst and she's a Christian author. And this book, you guys, I've talked about it before, is literally life changing. Life changing. I need to read it again, but it's about being an unglued woman. 
and the types of unglued women that there are because we're all different and how to how to not be an unglued woman or how when you do become unglued what to do so ironically i had started this book and this was a day i think it was in may or april or something like that of last year uh could be 2 years ago i can't i can't remember it all goes so fast but i think it was last year and it was last year and my husband was at work. Um, many of you know he's a firefighter, so they, he, he's gone for several days um, in a row at times. So it was just me and the boys, and it was a Saturday, and I was having a really, really rough day with them. With them. They would not listen. They would not behave. It was just like everything I tried, everything I did, Nothing seemed to work. I was exhausted from disciplining them. It got to the point where I just wanted to cry because I felt like all I was doing all freaking day was get on to them. So it comes time for their nap time and I put them outside or put them outside. I go outside after I put them down for a nap and I'm reading Unglued. It's a beautiful day. I'm getting some sun. I need to hear what Lisa's saying. It's like hitting me and resonating with me. And it's it's making me feel so much better. I'm like, okay, I've got this. I'm not alone. Well, the day continues. They get up and it just, it's the same cycle of their behavior. I mean, it, it was just not the best day. The afternoon was better, but it was not the best day in all the world. So I get them down for bed. I'm getting ready for bed. And y'all, at this point in time, so I don't know if you know, many of you know this, but Asher is a, he's a puker, okay? And I'm sorry, I know that's gross, but I have PTSD from puke. Um, if I ever have another child, I pray that they just don't do that as much as he has. So he could do it and would do it just for me saying, we're going to bed. Or he would just think about something and make himself do it. So at this point in time, I have laid them down in their cribs and it's been a bad day and Asher decides to upchuck in his bed. I mean, everywhere in his crib. I mean, it is on the wall. It's in the crib, you know, rails. It's all over him. It's on the floor. It's disgusting. It's horrible. And I've had the worst day and it's like the culmination of a terrible day. And I just started yelling. And that's hard for me to admit, but I started screaming and I, and I was just like, I can't do it anymore. I just can't do it. Please go to sleep. And honestly, you guys, my, my throat hurt at this point. And I know that sounds terrible. And I hate that I let myself get to that point because I was definitely unglued at this point, but I was exhausted, exhausted. It was such a long day. Nothing was going right. Nothing was going my way. And I was just, I just need a break and I need you to go to sleep. So I put him down. I cleaned up everything, changed him. And like I said, he's a puker. So after he pukes, I'm like, he's going to need some more milk to go to sleep and to be full. And I want him to grow. And that's another thing. I'm like, you are a NICU baby. You need to grow. So even him throwing up messes me up in my mind because I'm like, you're not growing like you should. So I gave him his milk. And then if I can paint a picture for you guys, this is how I had to put my kids to sleep for the longest time. There was one wall where Kaysen's bed was. And on the adjacent wall, catty corner, was Asher's crib. Well, I would lay down where my head was in the middle of the two cribs. 
and I would put one hand, reach it as far as it would stretch, and I would hold Kaysen's hand. The other hand, I would put as long as it would stretch, and I would hold Asher's hand. So I'm laying down on the floor in between the cribs with both hands outstretched so their little hands can hold mine so that they can go to sleep. This may be wild to some of you. Some of you, you're nodding your heads like, mm-hmm, girl, I get you. I know what you're going through, whatever it is. No mom shaming here, please. But that is how I had to get my kids to sleep. So Asher has got his milk and I am laying there in this position. And the boys had this habit of throwing their bottles out when they were done with their milk because they're just extra like that. So I'm laying there and all of a sudden I am hit square in the head with a full bottle of milk. He hadn't drank a sip, but he did decide to go ahead and throw it over the edge and it hit me square in the forehead and I cried like a baby. I thought the culmination of events was him throwing up and me having to clean it up, but no, the true culmination was of him throwing this full bottle of milk and hitting me square in the head. And I cried because it hurt. I cried because I wanted to go away. I wanted my husband to be home. I wanted help. I wanted a break. But there is no such thing when you're there by yourself with two children. You have to stick it out. You have to suck it up. And you have to just be there. And I cried. And it was it was just, it was the hardest day. And it was, it wasn't the hardest day, but it was a really hard day for me as a mom. So I'm sitting there and I'm crying and I'm boohooing and I just start praying. I'm like, God, please help me. I can't do this. I need your help. I need your guidance. I need you just to still my heart, to still my mind, to give me peace, to let me know that it's all going to be okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm praying and I'm slowly, slow, I'm slowly starting to like calm down and just recognize that it, it's not the end of the world. And then, I mean, the natural thing to do after you go through that is to get on your phone, right? But I did. I got on Instagram after, you know, everything had settled down. I'm still there in between the beds. And the very first, very first post I see in my feed is from a twin mom who I had been following for a while. Her kids are like four or five years older than mine. So this whole post was geared towards me and a mom like me because her whole post was about her boys when they were my son's age and how hard it was and how she's just encouraging moms to say, it's going to be okay. It's going to get easier. It does get easier. And she was speaking like everything I was going through, everything I was walking through. She, she has the same type of children. They call them spirited children like mine. And I cried again. Okay. Because I'm like, thank you, God. For sending me, like, I prayed, I asked, you you sent, I received, and now I'm thankful. Like, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I needed to see at this moment in my life. And it was just a godsend. And that is why I share this with you. Because it's not a story I'm proud of. I hate that I screamed, especially to the point where literally, you guys, my throat hurt. Because I was just so tired. I was just so exhausted. I felt alone. I felt like... I just felt so overwhelmed and I did become unglued and I want to share that with you because I want you to know first and foremost that you are not alone 
and that you are not a bad mother. You are an outstanding mother and that I, here's, here's the biggest message I want to share in this whole entire podcast really is that we as mothers shame ourselves too often. We too often feel guilty about not being perfect or having those unglued moments or having a time where we're like, I can't be around these children for a second longer. I need a break. I need to get away. I need to take a step back. I need to reset. I need to fill my cup. I need to spend some time with some girlfriends, with my husband by myself. Can I get an amen? But the point is we are too often the mom guilt, right? We are too often feeling guilty about needing that time or having having this feeling of like, I love my children. However, however, I still need time for me. I need to be me. I need to, to just give away, right? And reset. And so I struggle with this a little bit here and there, but it's something that I really grown from and gotten better at. And that is my children, you all know, most of you know, were born three months early. They spent three months in the hospital. They were very sick. And I am blessed beyond measure that they are even here today. So it can totally mess you up in the mind when you're having these feelings. And when you, you, you get overwhelmed and you yell at them or they're making you upset or you need to take a breath or you need to step away because you, you just, I'm, you start feeling like I'm so, I should feel so shameful for having these feelings. But the truth is you shouldn't and I shouldn't. It's normal. It's natural. You're still a human being and it's okay to feel that way. And I want to encourage moms and people in general to not have these feelings of guilt and shame around being human. There's nothing wrong with that. And you're not alone. You're not alone. We all feel these feelings. You know, I had, I talked with a girlfriend a while back who, you know, my kids are older than her, so I can share these messages and share these stories with her. And she's just like, thank you so much for telling me that because she was like, I just want to sit him down and walk away at times. And it was, and you know, the big thing too is it was an unexpected feeling for her, right? Because who talks about on social media that they just had to sit their kids and take a step away or they didn't want to be around their kids that day or they need more time. Some people do, but most people don't. So for her, this was an unexpected feeling of, wow, why do I feel this way? Should I feel this way? Is it okay to feel this way? Is something wrong with me? No, girl, there's nothing wrong with you. I shared with her and I'll share with all of you that even to this day, call me bad for saying this, but especially when the kids were younger, Kaysen's cry got under my skin more than Asher's. I can't tell you why. I don't really know why, but it did. And just the inflection of his voice and his cry, it would just like... If he kept doing it, doing it, doing it, it was just like, oh my goodness, can you please stop crying? Because it was just, I know you moms know what I'm saying here. Like when your kids cry or they do a certain thing and it's just like, it's like nails on a chalkboard. It doesn't mean I don't love my son. It doesn't make me a bad mother and it doesn't make me favor one or the other. It's just that I'm human. But here's what I can tell you. Although these feelings are normal, Although these feelings are natural, 
Although you're entitled to have that moment where you're just like, oh my goodness, I am overwhelmed and I need a break. I want you to know that you are not alone and that tomorrow is always a new day. That if you're having a really bad day, you're, maybe you're having a bad week, maybe you're having a bad month, maybe your kids are not behaving at school or you're having to go pick them up or you're having to go talk to them or bedtime has just turned into this issue or you can't get them to eat the vegetables and you had been or, you know, I could go, there's so many different things that could go on and do go on. Um, you're busy with work. You're not sleeping well. You, you, you're tired. Um, you know, your kids are having help. I mean, whatever it is, you guys, I know that we all go through so many different things and so many similar things too, because the feelings and the reactions and the feeling of overwhelm is the similarities between us all. So the best thing and the best advice I can give you, because I have to follow this advice too, because my kids are not easy, you guys. Maybe I could do better at discipline. Maybe I could do better at different things. But what I'm saying is my kids are extremely spirited. They're extremely hard-headed. Even the people at daycare tell me, they're like, they're just, especially like Asher, he's just very, very stubborn. He's very hard-headed. It's very hard for me to break through to him and to like even make him upset. You know, because that's just who he is and he gets it honestly. He probably gets this from his mama. You know, I'm pretty stubborn myself, but I have to remind myself to take a deep breath. Count to three, count to ten, do whatever it takes. I also, this is a big one, I, I coach this on people, but I have to remember that they are children. How many of you out there have mastered your emotions, mastered your reactions, and mastered um, never getting upset. Probably none of you, right? And if you have, get with me. I would love to talk with you. I have not mastered my emotions. I demonstrate that with my children, right? In that story. I haven't mastered how to communicate with my husband perfectly, right? Because if we all had, we would never ever have a disagreement or argument. So to remember that I am a 29-year-old who still needs to work on herself and work on how to react at times, how can I expect my three-year-old to perfectly react and behave all the time? I can't. And that's a powerful tool. That's not an excuse to let them behave however they want. What I'm saying is, it's okay if your kids aren't perfect. No one's kids are perfect. And to get upset or like let it really get us to our core is, is somewhat overdramatic, right? Because they're children. And we haven't mastered it, so we can't expect them to either. So that's just a good point to remember. So like I said, tomorrow is a new day. I want you guys to always, 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 always remember that tomorrow's a new freaking day. Doesn't mean it's going to be better. I'm not saying that, but it could be and it probably will be. And this is something that, this next one is something I told my girlfriend because I've had to to accept this, especially like this is, this goes for your marriage, uh, for being a mom or whatnot. So let's say you have a bad day. Okay. You've mastered bedtime, right? You're like mom of the year where like, mm, I got bedtime down. Okay. You got to meet their vegetables. They're behaving. We get in this weird thinking of like, Oh, now that's done. We're not going to go through that again. No, the thing is you will, you're going to have times where 
it reverts back or you face a new issue or you face a new problem and the overwhelm sets in. So what my point is to not expect it to be perfect and lovely and beautiful all the time. Even if you go through a month or two of perfection, so it seems, we kind of get in this place of, oh, we're good now. And then when something happens, we get really, really upset because we're like, no, I thought we made it through this. I thought we got past this. And it, it, it's a detriment, right? We have the guilt again. We have the shame again. We have the massive disappoint, disappointment again from expectations not being met. This applies to your marriage too. Because I've been there saying, oh, we're doing so wonderful. Then you have an argument and you let it really take a toll on you, especially on the emotional side when it shouldn't. Because here's the thing. You should expect the unexpected, meaning expect it to not be perfect all the time so that you're more ready for when those hard days come. You're like, oop, I knew this was coming, but I've got this because I know tomorrow's a new day. I know I'm doing the very best I can. I know I'm not perfect and my children are not perfect either. But here's what I do know. I do know that God made me the mother of these, this child, these children, and God doesn't make mistakes. I am in their life for a reason. I'm doing a dang good job and no one's going to make me feel any different. No one's going to make me feel any less. And I'm certainly not going to make myself feel less than. And that's what I want you to know. You are doing an amazing job at being a mother. You are the best mother for your children. And that it's not always going to be beautiful. It's not always going to be perfect. But to not get down on yourself. Do not get hard on yourself. Do not compare yourself with any other mom and what they do, what she does, what your mother did, what your grandmother did, what your sister does, what your best friend does. Do what works for you. And I talk about this a lot. If, if anyone's new to my podcast, I go in depth. I think it's episode five. of It's called New Moms Drop the Expectations, but it applies to any mother. Having unrealistic expectations for yourself, especially when you set the expectations based on what other people do, is only going to cause you cause you harm and only going to make things harder on yourself and make you feel less than. So, take a deep breath because I'm fired up. I want all of you to ditch the mom guilt, okay? I'm going to have another episode about mom guilt talking about different things more in depth. But I want you to ditch the guilt about feeling like not the best mom in the world. I want you to ditch the mom guilt about having those moments of weakness where you come unglued. I know I'm not the only person who's yelled at my kids. Thank God for people like Rachel Hollis who have admitted to yelling at her children, okay? We're all human. Now, this is something that I write in my journal, and it's a goal. I say, I am a patient mother because I am not a patient person by nature. However, when I became a mother, I became a hundredfold more patient, but I'm still working on it and I still want to become more patient because I am the adult. My children are my children and I have to remember that and I do want to be patient with them. I don't want to become unglued and I've gotten a lot better. I mean, gosh, having twin boys, identical twin boys who are spirited and are very intelligent and... Oh, our stubborn can be hard at times. It can be very trying. 
But also I recognize that things that make them hard are also the things that I love them for and are the things I know make them unique and will make them very influential and very a very positive light in this world. Again, that's a whole other episode and topic in general, but I just want you all to know that you're doing an amazing job. I know you have a story like mine. You probably have 10, you know, but that one for me, and it may not seem like that big of a deal, um, but it was just on the inside, the turmoil I was going through of, first of all, feeling like a failure. Why are my kids acting this way? Feeling unglued, feeling guilty around it, having shame of I, I should be doing a better job as a mother. Why am I acting this way? I know you felt that way. And I just want you to know that you're not alone, that you are not alone, and that you're going to have those times, but it can get better. We all can get better at mastering our emotions and our reactions, but we're never going to be perfect. So again, I just wanted to hopefully touch someone today with my story, with my honesty, with my transparency. And I would love to hear from you guys. If you guys want to talk about a mom story or want to talk about, you know, um, a story where you came unglued, but you learned from it or where you felt overwhelmed, um, you know, I'd love to hear about it. And we all would. And that's really, I'm going to conclude this by challenging each of us, including myself, to be more and more transparent, more and more honest with ourselves and everyone else, because that's a gift. It's a gift for others for me to be honest and transparent. It's a gift for your audience and your family and your friends and the people that know you, that follow you, that see you live to be transparent because we all struggle. We all have unique struggles. We all have similar struggles. And it's amazing blessing when people are real and honest. Now, I'm not saying air your dirty laundry out and be complaining and stuff like that. But if it's not beautiful, perfect rainbows all the time, why portray that, right? Like, be real and be organic and be authentic because the world is craving that. Especially for those out there who listen who have your online own business, right? Be real. That's what people need from you. They need to hear the truth. And to know that they can connect with you on a deeper level. So with this podcast, that's all I've ever wanted. To connect with people on a personal level, on a deeper level. To create this community to know that you are welcome. And that you are not alone. And that we are all struggling. And that it's all going to be okay. And that you're never going to be perfect. And that's okay because people don't need perfection from you. They just need you doing your absolute best. Which I know that's what you're doing. So, to all the mamas out there, you are doing an amazing job. Your children are so freaking blessed to have you in your life. So, for the times when you feel overwhelmed and you feel a little bit unglued, take a deep breath, count to 10, realize tomorrow is a new day and that not every day is going to be perfect but that you are ready, you are equipped to take on those challenges and to grow and to show up for yourself and for your kids in the best way that you can because you are doing the absolute best that you can. So with that, I'm going to conclude and I just hope that all of you have an absolutely amazing, amazing week and I will chat with you all soon. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Balance. For more information about me or to receive your free goal-setting guide, visit kellyrowland.com. Can't wait to